0: Raptors win, Raptors win, get out the Salami and Chiefs mama, this
1: ball game is over. There you go folks, it's all good, it's all good. What's up everybody, welcome to episode 3 of the Raptors Untitled Podcast. Uh, We're your host Talb Akshay here, going with episode 3. It's been 3 weeks since we started and uh, we've got a lot of feedback and uh, we're trying to involve all our different thoughts and process. So Akshay, let's get it started. How was your week? It was good, it was
0: good. Um, wait, no, before at my weekend, how does it feel to be a ball hockey
1: champion? I tell you, yep, I did win the ball hockey championships for my league. Uh feels good, but you know, it does feel like Adam Morrison winning the championship with the Lakers. You don't actually do much, so but you still win the championships. I was in the third line, but still won the championship, still counts. Adam Morrison is still a champion. You You played, though. I did play. I did. Okay,
0: that's more than Adam Morrison. So that's a that's a good weekend. Uh, My weekend was fine. Went out yesterday. Oh, I did a gift exchange with my buddies today. We do our dollar store gift exchange, which by the way, if anybody doesn't want to do normal gift exchanges, dollar store gift exchanges are awesome. My, uh, my buddies all think I drink way too much alcohol. I got all alcohol related gifts from the
1: dollar store. I don't even think a dollar store has dollar store items anymore. No,
0: it doesn't. I got an Xbox One game for my buddy from the dollar store. <laughs> it's four bucks. Four bucks.
1: It was, not really uh, a dollar, but for when it works, fantastic, right? Yeah, yeah. So
0: it was, it was a lot of fun. It's always fun to do it because we just buy ridiculous things for each other. Um, anyways, that was my weekend. We should kick off this episode um, and talk, you know, Raptors because that's what people actually want to listen to, not about my uh, buying habits from the dollar store. So. Let's get it kicked off with some likes or dislikes.
1: I don't even know where you're sitting at. But... <laughs> <laughs>
0: likes
1: and dislikes.
0: Likes and dislikes. So anybody who doesn't know the Quiet laugh, just listen to that. and has no clue what I played there. Yeah. But that's Quiet Leonard laughing and remix to NBA on NBC theme song. So it's a real stretch there.
1: I'll tell you, please listen to that laugh. That laugh, that new intro just made me. Laugh. I think I was jamming as you just as I was listening to that. That could be the new track at a club or so. <laughs> yeah. The quiet laugh, the quiet laugh. I don't. I poor guy. He didn't say
0: anything for a whole year, and then his first thing that he does is do that laugh, and it just goes viral.
1: Uh, I mean, it's what you get right i mean like you stay quiet for a year you, he could have said anything he's i'm a he, he could have ended with i'm a fun guy and it would have been okay but this yeah. just topped it it's the best
0: uh quiet quiet any you know what he has been much more vocal than i expected him to but i expected him to be completely silent so the bar is not very high <laughs> all right uh, let's start all right let's go 99 96 indy at toronto we won what did you like about that game, or disliked about
1: it? All right, I'll go with the like. The quick like of this thing was Fred Van VanVleet finding his game again, and he had towards the end of the game he had he forced a jump ball on uh, I believe it's a Victor Oladipo, and him and Danny Green were really playing good good defense in that one. Amazing thing. Dislike on that one. The offense looked absolutely atrocious the first three quarters. It looked like there was no place sequence obviously no Kyle Lowry so it was it looked like they were trying to run pick and rolls with no one in fact and then Kwai decided like okay you know we'll play some Kwai basketball
0: (laughs) just take over right that's Kwai basketball it's like the Raptors have that two offenses they've got like their team moving out offense and then they've got the Kwai offense which is just move out of the way and let me do my thing so uh it worked really well in the Cleveland game too but we'll, we'll talk about that next so my like uh very similar to yours it was the same play Uh, Right at the end, where uh, Fred VanVleet was on Oladipo, but he actually had great ball denial. There was, I think, he denied uh, Oladipo three or four times in one sequence, and it kind of took about ten to fifteen seconds off the clock. And by the time Oladipo got it, he had less than ten seconds on the shot clock. He went. He has to do. He has to at that point move right away because he's got less than ten seconds. Uh, And then he drove right into Danny Green, and that kind of turned into uh, a turnover because they got the jump ball. So. Uh, the ball denial was awesome, and then post game, uh, Nick Nurse was talking about how Fred VanVleet in the in the in the tunnel right before that was talking to everybody and saying, "Whoever's on Oladipo, make sure you deny the ball." And then he got switched on Oladipo and actually did a great job on it. So that was my that was my like. Uh, the dislike, I mean, off a West Coast trip, you kind of expect it. Uh, the slow start, it was they played pretty bad for you know thirty eight minutes or so, and then the last ten minutes they played Raptors. Defense, which is suffocating, uh, and and obviously ended up winning the game by by three points. Uh, the next game was Cleveland Toronto. Oh, this was just Cleveland is so bad. Uh, Cleveland at Toronto, they won one twenty six one ten. Lowry didn't play in that game. Kawhi decided to just destroy Cleveland by himself. It was like it kind of looked like LeBron against the Raptors last
1: year. Isn't that, is that what kind of felt like? That's what it felt like. It felt like, you know what, every one. that's what I loved about this. I loved it that Kwai got to the basket and got a lot of and calls. Like I was actually out uh, on this. Was that yeah, I was out. Oh, I was I was playing ball hockey. I was winning my ball hockey championship, so I didn't get a chance to witness the game. But thanks to NBA League Pass, I watched the game later on. And Kwai and one, Oh my god. But you know what? Like he had the same move. Come into the hoop, get the same the same jump shot and like bank it off and you'd get fouled every time i mean he's going against not non-quality defenders tristan thompson's out uh for m- the m- most part so he's going against not the greatest defenders so i could see him getting the call so it's kind of good to see him like actually make those free throws make make the tough baskets and get his confidence going uh dislike uh oh, that three-point shooting oh, it's it's so up and down and it, it's 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 sad to see uh half the time you're just excited for some of these people like i think even the indiana game three-point shooting wasn't a good fred van fleet for example wasn't shooting the ball at all and then he started like draining three-point shots but a quick thing i want to hit here og ananobi hit some three-pointers but you know where he hit them from non-corner threes thank you very much yeah he hit them from actually one was from the top and one i think was from the side right he shoots 43 percent from them nick nurse has been listening to our podcast boom I'm sure he's listening to our
0: podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had the, I actually had the same likes and dislikes. I I think the biggest like is I actually think that Nick Nurse getting that twenty five thousand dollar fine has that made a difference in the calls. Maybe maybe it's just coincidence. I don't know. But Quiet seems to be getting a lot more calls. I think he shot a lot more free throws that game. Uh, I don't remember exactly, yeah, number. I'm looking it up right now. What did he shoot on free throws? Twelve free throws that game. So you you know, that's that's a lot more than he's been shooting all year. Um obviously my dislike is three-point shooting. We'll get through that a little bit more. But uh yeah, it was it was definitely a, a an okay game. What you expect from a, a Cleveland at Toronto game. Um, you know, one team's elite and one team is not so elite. Uh the other the only other thing that I, I thought was hilarious in that game, like I feel like I know. Most NBA players, like you know, there's nobody that comes <laughs> into a game, and I'm like, who is this person? Who the hell is Jaren Blossom Game?
1: Yeah, I have no idea. There's was, was a lot of that, like a lot of that. You like 29 Cleveland.
0: minutes. Who who is this guy? He just comes in, like he didn't play terrible. He was guarding Qui sometimes too, but like Jaren Blossom Game, never even heard of
1: this guy. I don't know. I I, uh, this, this is what happens when LeBron leaves a franchise. You're literally like, looking for other players to like. He even have a anyone anyone with like a cooler name probably gets like a spot on Cleveland, right? All right, yeah. you know what? Blossom game, come on,
0: the Blossom game.
1: He he, uh, who, what does he play? I guess he plays like forward, right? Yeah, he's forward. your new LeBron, guys. He's your new LeBron. Enjoy. Uh, he's, the, he's the new LeBron. There you go, Blossom <laughs> game. Cleveland fans, rejoice.
0: Uh, Toronto at Philly, we lost one twenty six one hundred one on the back to back. Uh, Leonard didn't play. Hopefully, his last back-to-back, he doesn't play. That's what Nurse said. Um, and then Lowry did play because he was he was playing in Philly, and he Lowry does not want to sit in Philly. Um, yeah. So, what did you like on that one?
1: Uh this is a tough one, man. Uh, like I like Lowry back. He played like Lowry. Siakam Lowry got that stone. Get got that uh, game going. A lot of Siakam mm-hmm. fast break points, which is good to see. Uh, awful half-court offense, like transition offense, really good. If you notice that game, they pass the ball out. They got a lot of these plays going, like fast breaks and stuff. But as soon as they let their defense settle in, we couldn't get a play to start off. Because our half-court offense is so heavily dependent on Serge and Jonas, if you see majority of our offense, it rolls through all those pick, pick and rolls. And when you have players who are not as crafty, like Greg Monroe had a couple of pick and rolls, but not as good. Uh, dislike for that one, just to go more on that, is Greg Monroe defense. Oh my god. Oh my God. He got torched. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh that was that was that, that was tough to watch. As a Raptor yeah. fan, I was just like, oh my God, this is really he was literally a step slower, like a full step slower than Joel Embiid. And it's hard. I mean, you're losing two of your best players to injuries. So
0: You know, I, I expect him to be bad in pick and roll defense, and I expect him to be bad in guarding you know wings and things like that i get that from but what i expected him to be okay at was at least playing in the post he's got weight oh, that, that was
1: bad though he got like, torched no he, oh, he got torched he got absolutely uh, destroyed in that one i don't that, that that was that was disappointing to see that was really disappointing to see because you expect someone to have a little bit of like full work I mean, this guy w- was dubbed as one of the top twin towers of detroit like i thought he was it was him and andre drummond like they were going to be like the, the two top deals. And then he got a big contract with Milwaukee. He was doing well, but his defense obviously was f- in, in Detroit. You kind of saw it like Andre Drummond was the defensive guy. He took care of all those things to all the matchups and there are very few players who can guard players like Joel Embiid. And I think Serge is one of the few, you know, who can actually play him straight one-on-one because of his speed and his f- finesse. And I think Monroe really struggled with that, Post defense, which was really tough to see, and again, you know, it's tough because you got Siakam. Also, Siakam struggled with him as well, but Siakam is like literally half his size. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You don't expect much out of Siakam yeah, against. No, no. You definitely see Anthony. half
1: his size. Yeah. No.
0: I, uh, my main like was uh, Norm Powell. Um, I don't. I didn't really care what his line was. I, I just wanted to see how he looked coming back on the back to back. I think his line on the first game was pretty good. The second game, I'm just looking it up right now. He got nine points on three of seven shooting uh, hey. at Philly. I mean, that's fine. I, it doesn't really matter what his line was. The main thing that I like to see about Powell was he was playing under control. Like he wasn't making stupid decisions. And that's kind of the, like last year, it just felt like every time he, he drove into the paint, when he should have shot, he passed. And when he pa- should have passed, he shot. Like it just felt like yeah. that he'd go into a, uh, a tree of like three guys and, and he would just, you know, throw up a, a circus shot that would never go in. So um, the last two games he's played really under control. Uh, which is awesome to see. And so I'm hoping that we're going to see a lot more of Norman Powell under control because he could really help the bench, which is not so good right now.
1: Um, It's it's, it's very inconsistent, right? And it's, well, you know what? I even argue that we really don't have a bench because of the different multiple lineups. We have 13 different new starting lineups. Uh, It's hard to get chemistry going off the bench. Not an excuse, but it is, right? I mean, you've got different lineups Fred VanVleet sometimes starting sometimes at the bench then you've got Delon Wright holding the ball for the majority of the times so you're not actually allowing the bench to actually adapt and play those like cuz they don't get to play a lot but they get to play the fo- like, 2 minutes of the end of the first quarter or like you know the small minutes where they really have to like hit hit the nail on the coffin bench play is almost like g league you come in you do your thing you're not supposed to do anything extra that's all it is. You gotta either, either, there, either you're there to rebound, block, or hit shots. Not, not too much like ISO movement. Like that's what good bench is. For the exception of Lou Williams, he's a little different story.
0: Yeah, you just stay afloat. I, yeah, I have some, it. I have some numbers later on. We'll talk about it. And take Absolutely, a stop for data, let's do it. But you'll see, uh, you'll see our bench is not so good. It's probably worse than you expected to. Ooh. Okay, so let's move on to agree or disagree. We'll do some rapid fire agree or disagree. Lowry scoops it up. Lowry lets it fly and it goes! Kyle Lowry! Kyle Lowry makes it! Agree or disagree? Talad, what game is that from? Quick, quick uh, Raptor trivia.
1: (sighs) I'm assuming this is last year? No. Nope. 2 years. Okay, no. then I I I think it was like a half court shot that he made.
0: Yeah. against yeah, yeah. Miami. My, okay.
1: It. Oh, yes. Half court shot in Miami to tie the game when he was having the worst game of his life and he yeah. hit that main shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, now he gets to be a soundbite because because he made that shot. Uh, <laughs> we lost that game, but yes. We lost the game. Yes, yeah, in overtime we lost it, but it was a, it was a good moment. And it was a good call by by Devlin, so that's why I used it. Okay, so agree or disagree. So here I give a statement Talib agrees or disagrees with the statement, and then I agree or disagree with, with his agreement or disagreement. So the first statement, the Raptors' three-point shooting is a concern now after you know a third of the season.
1: Yes, it's a concern. It's definitely a concern. Uh, we shoot one of the top, I want to say in the top 10 in the volume of three-pointing, but we're at the bottom, we're 25th in percentage. Obvious concern. Either you allocate your three-pointing in a different way or you, you reduce the, uh, the volume.
0: Yep. Yeah, and I, I, you know what? I'm usually always like, oh, you know, Law of Averages is going to come through. The, the, sh- the looks are fine. Like, they're they're actually great. I feel like they're doing the hard part of basketball, which is getting the good looks. Yeah, I
1: that's a harder part than actually making the shot. You've, you've got, got, got great playmakers. You've got yeah, great just... playmakers finding open guys, and it's open shots, majority of them. Uh, unfortunately, the only guy who I think has been super consistent watching has been uh, Danny Green yeah hitting those shots even the last game he was a bit off but he's been relatively a lot more consistent in that but everyone else has been very up or down and they're not known for the three-point shooting so other than cj miles uh but that's another story so yeah. <laughs> we already we we could do a whole podcast on cj miles no man I, I am convinced the GoDaddy commercials are a curse oh yeah they, they are Well, it was jv two years ago the yeah. norm last year yeah. this is the madden thing this is the godaddy GoDaddy is now guys if you're looking to buy a website do not use godaddy <laughs> they curse our players guys they suck <laughs>
0: yeah it, they're terrible terrible don't and um i think the mlb has something like that with the home run derby so if you win the home run derby you, the second half of the season your swing just goes
1: also, that's a ninety dollar pajama he's selling. Ninety dollars for a pajama? Yeah. You got to be kidding me! Like, who the hell's buying ninety dollar pajamas from CJ Miles?
0: Well, and and the other thing was last year, whenever they had like the JV itty bitty ballers. Uh, what was Norm's thing? The piano thing. Oh, what was pal, he selling? What was he selling? I don't remember. Anyways, itty bitty ballers was always sold out. Norm, uh, CJ Miles pajamas are always available. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> if, you need,
0: if, you want, if you need a very late Christmas gift, ninety dollar. CJ pajamas. Um Speaking of three point shooting, I mean not Raptor related, but super interesting. We were talking about this earlier. The San Antonio Spurs are the most efficient three point shooting team, and wow. they are the they take it they take the fewest threes. <laughs> so that's probably why, why they're the most efficient because they only take shots that are perfectly lined up and wide open threes. Because especially because their two biggest stars, Demar and and LaMarcus, are. Oh, don't shoot threes at yeah,
1: all. Yeah, they're average guys. So everyone yeah. else, I think Rudy Gay is shooting a bunch of them and Patty Mills. That's about yeah. it. I don't know anyone Yeah, Rudy Gay's yeah. is having a good season, actually. Uh, he's no. glad from that one and done uh, half season that he had in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was not good right here. Uh, okay, next,
0: next one. Serge Ibaka has been the most consistent Raptor this year. So when you say consistent, I give you a box score before a game and you can fill out Serge Ibaka's numbers before the game even
1: starts. Absolutely, 100%. I'll tell you something. Before the season, Akshay and I had us had this argument, and he thought Serge Ibaka would average three boards, right, three <laughs> or four boards max. And I was like, no, my fuzzy's gonna come back strong. He's got a YouTube show coming out. This guy's gonna be willing to come out with vengeance, and he's come out even better. You know, he's he is playing amazing basketball. Uh, I didn't think the numbers were gonna be this good, to be honest with you, based on what he is, but he's playing really, really well. The most consistent. I think box score wise, but play wise too. He's you know you can predict his game almost. Corner th- like those uh, those uh, free throw jumpers almost from from the free throw line almost or driving to the hoop. He's very good and he dunks. He does he, you know he goes and dunks with authority. If you look at him, he's not laying it up in. He dunks with authority, so it's good. Seven and a half boards for Ibaka this year. There you go. Seven and a half boards. You're getting it. You're out seven and a half boards these days.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're right on that one. I did not think that was going to happen. I remember we were thinking of trade packages of him and and Norm (laughs) to get, uh, what's his face? Jimmy Butler. Oh,
1: Oh, God.
0: uh, Jimmy Butler. That did not work out. See, that's why we are here and they're actually absolutely. Uh, CJ Miles is going to lose major minutes
1: to Norman Powell in the second half of the season. Agree or disagree? Uh, no. The reason is CJ Miles, as much as he doesn't score the basket, he spreads the defense out, right? So Norm Powell is not much of a threat from three point line as CJ Miles is. Uh, even though the numbers don't favor CJ Miles this season, there is a historical context to CJ Miles, which is that he has relatively been a very, very good three point shooter. So defenses are not collapsing and they're not, uh, they're being a lot more conscious of him. So it's easier for players like Squai or even Serge and Jonas to go inside and not have to battle with that extra defender uh, in case if Norm Powell. So I think that's one of the reasons why they're going to keep CJ Miles in the lineup. I don't think he's going to lose a major minutes to Norm. I think Norm's going to get minutes from uh, DeLon Wright. Really? Right. Oh. Yeah, and, yeah. Hot take. Gonna... Hot yeah. take by Talib. I think I... Norm's going to take minutes from DeLon. I don't think CJ Miles is going to lose a lot of minutes. I mean, you never know, but that's my hot take of the day. Oh, man. No, I don't.
0: I, I disagree. I think he's going to lose minutes because he's shooting 28% from three, and he's shooting about half the number of attempts he was shooting last year for obvious reasons. When you're shooting 28%, you don't exactly want to shoot uh, six attempts like he was shooting last year. Um, so I do think he's going to lose it. I don't want him to for the same reasons that you said, which is we need the spacing. Like the we're, our spacing is not Our spacing is really important for the type of way the Raptors play. Um, but I think, I think he is going to lose minutes or I think at the deadline, Masai is going to do something to bring in a shooter. Now, everybody wants a shooter. Literally the shooter is the most important thing on at the trade deadline. Um, literally every single contender could use a shooter. So maybe it would be hard to do it, but, um, I, I think, I think Masai is going to do something if, if this continues, unless this starts to change, like Nick Nurse is doing everything in his power. He's running him out there in garbage time to get his rhythm going. He's running plays for a guy who's shooting 28% from three. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, a lot it's of pretty ridiculous in that Yeah, <laughs> he's doing what he's doing. And he, he even came out and spoke about CJ in a way that I've not seen a coach speak about a player struggling. Like, he was really brutally honest about the fact that he doesn't give him anything else except three-point shooting. And if he doesn't change that, I mean, you're going to lose me. It's like he said that in nicer coach terms, but yeah, you could read between absolutely. the
1: lines. Yeah, you know? no, that's absolutely right. Uh, Sir
0: Ibaka and Jonas Valentunis are the best-dressed big men combo of the league. So this was uh, what game were they sitting that they looked very
1: stylish? Uh, I believe it's Cleveland? Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. yeah, Cleveland.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. So if if you guys haven't looked it up, you guys should look up the picture from that game. Uh, <laughs> Mapuzi is wearing a uh, a red vest with a yellow jacket, and then uh, Jonas, Val- uh, Jonas is wearing a like a tweed jacket, blue with a bow tie. These guys look so stylish, like I don't really care about fashion, but I think the, the commentators made a, a joke or made a comment about their fashion all through the night. Um, so they are the best
1: dressed big men in the co- in the league. Do you agree or disagree? I'm gonna agree because I have no idea if there's <laughs> if there are any other big men combos in the league that exist right now. Well, you don't think the uh, Detroit big men are are better dressed than our big men? I think if Detroit gets any press or any media views, <laughs> they'd be happy right now. <laughs> uh, you know who beat Detroit today? Vince Carter. There you go, Atlanta's yeah. Atlanta's very own Vince Carter, aka yeah. Raptor Legend. Yeah, he uh, he he was the best player for Atlanta today. 18 points. 40, uh, he, he's a freak of nature.
0: Yeah, 40 point, a 40 year old getting 18 points, and he got seven boards. How do you get seven boards
1: when you're 40 against Andre Drummond? Hey, yo, Andrea Bargnani used to get three boards, and he was <laughs> 20 and seven foot, <laughs> you know. So, uh, uh, best Raptor of all time, probably Vince.
0: Uh, Tell we don't talk about Bargnani. That oh. time is done. The biggest threat to the Raptors in the East is the Celtics. Get hand. out of here. Nope. Get out
1: of here. No what? way. It's it, it's hands down Milwaukee Bucks. Anyone seen Milwaukee Bucks play, it's Milwaukee. Milwaukee plays the game uh, fantastic. Like Giannis is probably one of the be- – I'll tell you right now, he is the best player in the league. Ooh. Giannis is the best. There is no one better than him. I think you've got LeBron in the West. That's fine. But the way Giannis has turned this team to a perennial, I'd say, contender is – fantastic to watch he's he's doing everything really well so I don't know what, what you can say about the Celtics the Celtics Celtics have a lot of expectations and that's what happens when you have too many stars and too many young stars who are vying for time and the biggest thing with Celtics I'll go is usage usage is an issue when you've got like five guys who want to touch the ball as much Giannis it's Giannis's team everyone knows it and he's got two good supporting guys with Middleton and. Bledsoe, so helping him out here and there. This is a perfect basketball team. They probably need one more big guy or one more a uh, little bit of semi-star to help, but they're 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 a very very tough team and a good team to watch. Yeah,
0: fan. yeah. No, I agree with you, Milwaukee. And uh, Giannis was trying to recruit uh, AD last oh. week. <laughs> oh. Who is it trying to recruit AD these days? I guess right. So,
1: AD, come to Toronto. Come yeah, to AD, Toronto. There yeah. you go. There's our recruitment. Yeah, there you go. Uh,
0: yeah. So I agree with you. I think it is. It may change as the season goes on, I don't, but I think the, the matchup problem that Giannis creates is one that is unique to Milwaukee, and so I think that's why they probably are the best, the biggest threat to the Raptors right now, and they play a very similar style, too. So, Okay, we'll move on to Take That for Data. It's my turn this week. That's good. My guys
1: dug in that game
0: and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. <laughs> to, to take that for data. I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. Ex, 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 explain it. Explain it, explain it take that for data. Take that for data. Oh, the, the, the UK lady says data. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know where you got this. It's like a free SoundCloud. Good old to speech.
0: Anyway, so I'm doing take that for data this week. Uh, Going to look at some numbers that are a little bit more, uh, you know, a deep dive into the into the advanced analytics of basketball so what I did this week was I looked at um, lineup data just to see you know who's strong for the Raptors who's weak uh, and the way you kind of look at lineup data is you look at their efficiency differentials and so that's the difference between their offense and their defense um, and so what you do is you calculate that by the number of points per hundred possessions that's how they calculate efficiency so the Raptors get as a team, are second in the league. They score 113 points per 100 possessions, and they allow 106 points per 100 possessions, which is eighth in the league. And their net differential, which is your offense minus your defense, is 6.9, which is third in the league. So that's kind of how um, you know the, your your strength of your team is calculated. It's actually a pretty good correlation to how many wins you're going to get. So the Raptors are projected to get 58 wins based on that uh, differential.
1: So who do you, Who's first, Talib? Any idea? In first, who do you think? Ooh. first in differential. Yeah, uh, I would either. I think it would probably be Milwaukee. It is Milwaukee. Who's yeah, second? Milwaukee. I'm. I'm going to be surprised if you get second without looking uh, at the numbers. Run up. To, I would not know. I think LA Lakers. No, I don't, I don't know LA, no. but Sacramento no. could be a San Antonio. No, it's OKC. Okay. Because they're hot. Oh and, wow! Yeah, oh okay. okay! Wow! Wow! Okay! Yeah, they're,
0: they're number one on defense. They're bad on. They're 19th on offense, but they're number one on defense. So they they. And then it's O-K-C. Toronto. OKC.
1: Yeah. OKC. Yeah. Ah, that's the best. Because I remember when that Ant- Carmelo Anthony on that team last year, and they were getting exposed.
0: <laughs> yeah, Paul George is playing out of his mind right now, so their numbers are looking good. Um, then Toronto. Then Golden State. Then Denver. And then Boston. Based on oh, wow, Denver.
1: okay, this so is, those is interesting stuff.
0: Topics. Um. Yeah, so I also looked up Budenholzer's Hawks when he was that sixty-win team, and they were yeah. four at that time.
1: Oh wow! So, okay.
0: Yeah, so they're—I mean—they were really strong team. Milwaukee's very strong too. So, um, yeah, it was interesting to kind of see. It's, they like, didn't have a maybe,
1: star back then, though.
0: Yeah, that's the biggest thing, right? So that, thats why everybody—if they compare that—if they compare the current Milwaukee team to the Atlanta team. It's not really a fair comparison because no. they've got a legit MVP candidate. Oh, this
1: is this, this is probably could be one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, right yeah, yeah,
0: He was supposed to be a Raptor. I mean, that's a yeah. story for another day. Masai really tried to get him. Uh, Masai might get him again in 2021. We never know. 2020
1: Milwaukee Bucks fans, we're coming yeah, after yeah, you guys.
0: Yeah, we're coming. <laughs> we're we're, par- we're pairing Leonard and and uh, and uh, Giannis. Yeah, we're
1: be- going after him. We're getting Anthony Davis this year, and yeah. then we're gonna get Leonard. It's, it's all happening. <laughs> all happening. Except Leonard's going to
0: leave us, and we're going to be watching the bench mob for the next five
1: years. No, no. Leonard's <laughs> laugh is featured on the new Drake soundtrack next year, so we was... got him.
0: There you
1: go. <laughs> okay, so we go. Uh, okay, so I looked up the lineup data. The Obviously,
0: the strongest... So the Raptors have played over 3,000 possessions this year so far. So 604 of them are done by uh, Lowry, Green, Leonard, Siakami, Baka. So starting unit, pretty much. They are... Uh, plus eleven point nine, so it's a very strong, um, a very strong starting unit. So that's a really great number because as as a as a, uh, as a team they're only plus six point nine. The second starting unit is very very strong, but that's probably because it's a matchup um, driven decision when Jonas is playing instead of Abaka. They're plus twenty one point two. Oh wow, this part surprised me. It's a very small sample size. It's only one hundred thirteen possessions uh, of three thousand. But Lowry, Van VanVleet, Green, Siakam, and Ibaka, so without Leonard, is actually the strongest uh, um, strongest lineup for the Raptors uh, of any lineup that they play. Now, it's only 113 possessions. Lineup data is obviously very noisy. But it's kind of cool to see that they have a really strong lineup without uh, Leonard as well. That's not to say that the Raptors are better without quite Leonard. Just an interesting fact.
1: No, oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a transition offense right there. That's, yeah. that's, that, that's a fast-paced offense without Leonard. Like, Leonard s- slows the game down and yeah. does really well. But that's, that lineup is run and gun.
0: Yeah. You know what, though? Their, their defense is actually 98.2. That's, the, that's where they've gotten most of their... And their offense is 123. So that's where the huge gap comes from. Oh, wow.
1: That's interesting. That is interesting yeah. stuff.
0: So that's all the, the good stuff of lineup data. Now let me tell you the bad stuff of lineup data. Oh. oh so what I did was I took out all the line I took up I looked at all the lineups without the four starters. So when I think about the four starters, it's green, Lowry, Leonard, and uh, and Siakam. So I took out all their lineups. So when it's just pure bench, the pure bench has played three hundred and eighty three possessions together now, the Raptors are not going to play pure bench that much anymore. There's not going to be this hockey line change that you saw last year occur this year. It's just interesting to look at. They are a minus 18.7 oh. uh, just when they play pure bench, which is in the one percentile of lineups in the NBA, which which is, is very, very bad. <laughs> um so they they allow 117 um points per 100 possessions and they only score 99 points per 100 possessions so they're they're very bad now you're not going to see these pure bench lineups very often unless there's a crazy amount of injuries you're going to always see one of siakam Lowry or Leonard on the floor at all times, which is what most good teams do it's not really um, it's not really common to see what happened to the Raptors last year where they had
1: this is, is this with lineup. garbage time
0: <laughs> no well this is clean the glass so I'm assuming they' they're They've scraped it. Ah, okay. No garbage time. Yeah. Right. yeah, Good, but it's good to just, know. It's just, uh, yeah, because there's no, like, I don't have numbers with uh, Malachi Richardson and stuff too much in here. So, um, yeah. So, just for comparison, I looked at last year's bench mob, which was the second most used lineup last year, which makes sense, obviously, over the starters. Uh, so, Van Lee, Wright, Miles, Siakam, and our boy, Jakub. Jakub um, they Enjoy were you. they were a plus fourteen point nine. Now that's that's probably because there was a forty game stretch in the middle where they just played out of their mind, uh, and then they kind of got brought down to earth a little bit. Um, but they were very very good last year. Last year's bench bomb. This year's the bench is not so good, and I don't think you're going to see much of bench only um, anymore. So that's that's kind of you know the lineup data: who's strong, who isn't, um, and you know. Where I think the Raptors are going to be going this year, with, based on this lineup data, I think you're always going to see Leonard Lowry. I think you're always going to see
1: Leonard or Lowry. I don't think they're going to be sitting very much when it matters at all. Yeah, we've 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 seen we've seen how bad the bench has gotten over the last few years, but this is the last few weeks in that sense. And this is this is a this is good to know. This is interesting. This is super interesting. Yeah. So oh. Now you get to do take that for data next week. I got it. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be OG related. My OG frustration has gone over the board. It'll be CJ Miles frustration related. <laughs> Okay, so general NBA. Is there anything you wanna you wanna talk about non-Raptor related? Uh, we'll take a little bit here, but a quick things here. Uh, there's some tampering rules. My rules on tampering rules. Uh, LeBron talking AD. It, actually, what's what, what's your take on this? Do you think LeBron should be allowed to be allowed to talk about this, like bringing AD to LA? What's up with that?
0: Yeah. So you said you said we might differ on this. We didn't we did talk about this, but I don't think we're gonna differ. I think it's fine. Just do it. I oh well, I don't know. Maybe you will think we will differ. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't have any issues with it because it's happening anyways. And so you know what it does is it just makes coaches not answer questions honestly. Like I can't I can't answer because that player is under contract. Like, and then yeah. LeBron LeBron just came out and he's like, listen, ask me ask me if I want to play with Kevin Durant. Ask me if I want to yeah. play with. And then he said Luca Doncic at the end. I was like, superstar, 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 superstar. And he's like, ask me if I want to play with Luca. I was like, okay.
1: I, oh, he's man, he is soft man <laughs> that's what it is Luka Doncic is already like making friends with Draymond Green right now all right so Draymond praised him as one of the top players I think this is a rookie here all right let's let's hold on our expectations at the moment yeah.
0: no he's very good but he, he's he was not in that class of the six or seven players <laughs> LeBron was naming so I, yeah, I don't really care that much I know honestly like if you're a, a, a fan of a small market team you don't want to see other players actively recruiting your guy but it's happening anyways so maybe you should just loosen the rules a little bit. It doesn't have to be like, um, like what Magic Johnson winks on a late night show and gets fined five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Come on. So what's your take on it? Uh, I
1: think I, I'm actually agree with you on that a lot. A lot of the parts. My thing is, I think if you're gonna do one or the other, you got to take it all the way around, right? So if coaches aren't allowed to talk about it, I don't think players should be either, right? Or because. That's like an unfair thing. You know how much influence LeBron has or significant players have in larger markets, right? These guys are influential basketball players. They are influencing front office decisions. If they can go out and say, hey, we want to get AD, we want to get this player, we want to get that player, that's a huge influence. Why can't the coach say something like that? But on the other hand, I think we got to go the other step and just be avoid all this. Like right? there's too much. And if, you know, I was listening to Jeff Van Gundy and he said the NBA has gone soft. And the NBA has gone soft. There's too much of this like exchanging jerseys. I want to play with you. I want to play with this. You know, it's, it's, it's like, you're like, I want to see some rivalry. I really do. There's not, there's rivalries have stopped. Like, I don't think Toronto Cleveland was a rivalry because we got beat. So it's not really, a, it's not really a rivalry. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not a rivalry. Honest truth. Uh, But I wanna see some physical rivalry. I wanna see someone like saying, I wanna, I wanna beat this guy real bad, or like, you know, I wanna I wanna see some anger, I wanna see some physical contact out there, some like aggression on the court, like not cheap foul shots and everything. But like this teaming up business goes back to the whole Celtics thing, which the super teams and just dilutes the NBA. So going back to this, I was like, I think this is this is bullshit, man. I hate this shit. Like LeBron talking about AD and like imagine being a New, Orleans Pelic- a New Orleans Pelicans fan. Like that's like that sucks. Yeah, that really does suck. Like you have a superstar and you've like you've got this guy ask like he does, they, no one even asked him if he wants to stay in New Orleans or like anything along that line. Like it's bullshit. Like small market teams are gonna hate this shit.
0: Yeah, no, I I understand from the fans' perspective. The only thing is it's happening anyways, right? And so it's I uh, Lebron had dinner with AD after their game,
1: right? Like, come on. Like, but this kind of stuff, I don't know if it happened before because we never had social media that reported this, so we don't know about this. But this stuff shouldn't be news. We don't want – I don't care. Don't tell me about this dinner. I don't care about this dinner. You know, like, play some basketball. We weeks. need stuff to
0: talk about on the podcast. Wow, uh, oh, this dinner stupidness. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next thing. All right, okay, we're gonna we're just going to go through predictions today. Yeah. Um, so we have three games this week. So we have the uh, the – the Canadian Christmas Day game on Boxing Ooh, Day.
1: Woo! Boxing Day! Yeah,
0: so we got our our Toronto Raptors at Miami. I feel like they played at Miami on Boxing Day before. Didn't they do that last year? I don't know. Maybe I'm I, like... think, I, I
1: think they may have. Yeah,
0: so they get a little Florida trip. So they're Miami on Wednesday. Wednesday. What's your prediction?
1: Uh, I'm going with a loss. I'll really? tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going with a loss because I Miami plays a very, very different type, a different type of offense. Uh, Half-court offense where we struggle with that we struggle with that half-court offense. So it's it's a bit interesting to see. Uh, and I think I've also, like, come to ground. Like, I expected to win three this week, and I expected to win three last week, like, two and two, and I, I've got a lot of the predictions wrong. So if I lose this one, I'm okay, but I think they're going to lose this one, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think they're going to win. I don't think Miami's that good. I think Dragic is probably still out,
1: right? And He's so, gone.
0: He's gone. He's out for a while. Yeah, so yeah. I think, you know... Whatever. James Johnson beats us. He beats us. It's fine. Is he playing? I don't even know if he's playing. I didn't check the
1: injury report on that one. It's the uh, LeBron stopper. The LeBron st-
0: How many LeBron stoppers have we had that have not oh, stopped then, uh, LeBron? Everybody. James
1: Johnson. Demar Carrolls are my favorite LeBron stopper. That's the one we actually paid – uh, the Raps paid a lot of money. <laughs> and then OG
0: was like the young LeBron stripper. No, no, OG
1: oh. is – yeah, I, OG was, yeah. But, like, we all knew what happened. LeBron decided to torch everyone. And
0: then uh, what's our what's our boy? Bismack was our LeBron stalker?
1: So a lot Bismack of- was our our signature signature center who played six games and got a lot of money. And we're going to think – that's in Orlando. Toronto, Orlando. Bismack's uh, still playing in Orlando. No, he's in Charlotte now. Oh, Char- oh, Charlotte. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he got, got back. He got moved. He got moved. He's not, he get moved. He's not even playing, really. So I just—he's not. He's playing like you play sparingly, but like you don't need that. Charlotte offense is a very different type of offense. So it's like Kemba Walker runs the show. So they don't. You don't need that type of offense. Doesn't, doesn't like nowadays if you're playing like fast-paced offense, the only thing Bismack can do is dunk. Like that's about it, right?
0: Bismack is averaging ten points a game. Uh, ten minutes a game. Oh, sorry, I lied seven minutes a game, and 1.8 points. There you go. And 1.8 that's... rebounds. So he's he's not. he's Per, per... 36. He what has... is his
1: numbers per 36, Akshay?
0: <laughs> you know what? It's still not very good, but it's better <laughs> than 1.8 and 1.8. Uh,
1: it's better than CJ Miles. That's uh, all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Toronto and Orlando, what's your prediction? Uh, that's a win. Yeah, yeah, that's a win. I think uh, that, that, that's that, that's an easy win. I think I, I saw some rumors about Terrence Ross coming back to Toronto. Again, these were rumors probably by rumor central site hoopshype.com, one of the worst sites in the world. <laughs> yeah, don't don't read any of those rumors. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a win too. Sharp Yeah, that's a win. Ch- Chicago at Toronto. These none of these are back to backs. This on Sunday. Yeah, this is a win. This is a tr- 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 Chicago Toronto is a win. This this should be this should be an easy win. Uh also Jabari Parker. Anyone have you guys heard about this thing? Jabari Parker benched. He's making twenty million dollars a year. He is now off out of the rotation. Uh, Bucks fans, I would love to hear your reaction on this because this is super interesting for a guy who was picked second overall after Andrew Wiggins. A lot of hype. Poor guy got injured, MCL tear, ACL, twice. AC, twice ACL tear twice. Yeah. Got back into the league. Got p- playing for a Bucks was okay. Had a very one dimensional game and then signed this massive deal with Chicago and uh unfortunately it hasn't panned out so well it's just a massive one year it's not terrible it's just it's a 1 plus 1 right yeah it's a it's a team option which they're not going to team up. option 20 million so. yeah they're not you gonna... he made 20 million dollars in one year that's not bad
0: right it's not bad i mean and you know what they he said he came out and said they don't pay you to play defense so.
1: that's that's i remember that one <laughs> Yeah,
0: they also don't play you when you don't play defense. That's the other thing. So I guess he's going to – he'll go cry to, into his $20 million. He'll be fine. So I think that's going to be a win. I think – you can think it's a win too? Yeah, that's a win. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So we're – yeah, we're done for the, the week. Tal, do your uh, do your little ad break. Let us know. Let everybody know who we're sponsored by.
1: Awesome. This episode, episode three, this is what I've got. Too many times have you right swiped with no success. Being on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge is all about first impressions. Why not get the right photo taken to increase your chances of matches? You only get that impression once. Make it worthwhile and avoid, gents, ladies, avoid the selfies, please. For your information, please, more information, please contact tinderphotography.ca for your urgent photogenic photography needs. So that episode is sponsored by tinderphotography.ca. Also, lastly, I'd like to encourage everyone to follow our new Instagram crowd. It's at the Raptors Untitled pod on Instagram. Uh, We're going to be posting our pod clips on there as well and posting more Raptors interesting data on this Instagram. And follow us as we would love some insight from everyone. What what should we talk about? What's working? What's not working? Everything is accepted and everything is welcomed in that nature. Yeah. So I might have to get Instagram. To to like add to that account, I am I am. Yeah, Akshay doesn't have Instagram. (laughs) Like this is this is 2018, moving 19 doesn't have Instagram. You know, that's old man. I don't need Instagram. Okay. That that is impressive. That is impressive. That is very, very impressive. No need Congratulations. To creep on everything. Anyway, so- That's actually false. He has a he has an Instagram account that is a hidden one that he uses to creep people. Yeah, it's so my burner. It's my burner. It's a burner. It's, it's burner. the KD burner.
0: Yeah, it's my burner Instagram account. This is this is now gonna become my burner Instagram account, the There you account. go. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so that is our show for the week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh it is our, our show before Christmas. So, if you're celebrating Christmas or just spending time with your family, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and I leave you with Jack Armstrong, Paul Jones, and Eric Smith singing Deck the Halls. I actually leave you with this. I can't believe I found it. Enjoy, guys. (music) Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly, fa la 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 la. Bring it, Josie. On
1: we now our gay apparel, fa la 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 la. Troll the ancient Yuletide carol, fa la 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 la. See
0: the blazing Yule before us, fa la 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 la. Strike the harp and join the chorus, fa la 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 la. Follow me in merry measure, fa la 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 la. While I tell of Yuletide treasure, fa la 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 Fast away the old year passes, fa la 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 Hail the new ye lads and lasses, fa la 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 Sing we joyous all together, fa la 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 la. of the wind and
1: weather, fa la la la.
0: La, 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 la.